Today in Business from Wired. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Business from Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. Meet their newest trading platform, Thinkorswim Web. It has all the essential tools and strategies and a streamlined interface. No download necessary. Thinkorswim Web. Trading streamlined. Visit tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswimweb to get started. Access to telemedicine is hardest for those who need it most. Older patients and other vulnerable populations tend to need more medical care but it's often difficult for them to get online for remote visits. By Joanna Perlstein When the pandemic made in-person medical appointments difficult, to say the least, Karen Smith, a family physician in Rayford, North Carolina, knew she had to find a way to stay in touch with her patients. The state has the lowest rate of home broadband reach in the country, and in Smithstown, nearly 40% of households lack internet. To facilitate video calls that would soon represent about half of her practice, Smith's office began piggybacking on Wi-Fi access that the county school district provided by parking internet-enabled buses in local neighborhoods. We heard from the school system that they were sending out hotspots so children could have internet access for school, and I said, if they're sending these hotspots for kids and nine-year-olds can use it, then we can use it for grandma's health care, she says. For those without access to the buses, the office made its Wi-Fi network available to patients from the parking lot so they could have televisits in their cars using a sanitized tablet the staff provides. That way, they don't have the anxiety of coming into the building, she says. When it comes to telemedicine in 2020, and thanks to coronavirus, 2020 turns out to be the year for telemedicine. The digital divide isn't equally distributed. Yes, there's a lot more telemedicine than there used to be. Earlier this year, the U.S. Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services significantly expanded coverage for telehealth appointments. Previously, those visits were covered by federal health insurance programs only under certain circumstances, such as if the patient lived in a rural area. In the early days of the pandemic, the federal government says 44% of Medicare-funded primary care visits were conducted virtually. That figure was 0.1% in February. Private insurers report a huge increase in telehealth claims this year to 16 million in June from about 500,000 in June 2019. Older Americans are among the most likely to need health care. About a quarter of all doctors' office visits are for people over age 65, and yet they are least likely to be able to access the virtual doctor's appointments that have skyrocketed in the past six months. 
Primary care visits of any kind for Medicare patients were down 57% between January and early April, with a smaller decline for patients enrolled in both Medicare and Medicaid. Nationwide, 41% of people covered by Medicare don't have an internet-capable computer or smartphone at home, according to a recent paper co-authored by Eric L. Roberts, who teaches health policy at University of Pittsburgh, and Ateyev Meharotra, a health policy professor at Harvard Medical School. Black and Latinx elderly people were less likely to have internet access than white people, the authors reported, and people who have lower incomes are enrolled in Medicaid or have a disability were also less likely to have access to the internet. The digital divide is not unique to older populations, but it's particularly pronounced in those populations because they have less access to technology, Roberts says. He worries that vulnerable Medicare recipients, very old people, and communities of color would have trouble having a video visit with a healthcare provider. We already know that those populations have difficulty accessing care. That concern preceded COVID, and now the migration to a digital format could widen those disparities. While telephone visits might be easier to navigate than video calls for some patients, even those can prove challenging for some people, according to Kenneth Lamb, a geriatrician at UCSF. In a paper also published in JAMA Internal Medicine in August, he and his co-authors estimated that 13 million elderly adults may have trouble accessing telemedicine services, and 6.7 million may not be capable of having a telephone call with a physician as a result of dementia or troubles with hearing, eyesight, or communicating. And telephone appointments are generally considered to be less productive than those with a video component, since doctors can't read visual cues or establish as much of a rapport with patients when talking on the phone. Lamb's paper estimated that 71% of elderly Latinx people and 60% of elderly black people would not be able to participate in a telemedicine appointment. More than 70% of those in the poorest health and those who did not finish high school were also considered unready for video appointments. At Johns Hopkins Medicine in Baltimore, providers and patients were trained on the technical logistics of telemedicine. The institution's geriatrics team has also distributed mobile-enabled tablets to patients to increase access. However, particularly at the start of the pandemic, there was not much guidance on what comes after you get on the line with your patient, says Carrie L. Neiman, a professor of otolaryngology who recently co-authored a paper about reaching older patients through telemedicine. She suggests institutions should enable any automatic captioning technology available through their video platforms and set it as the default. The captioning can help individuals with hearing loss as well as those without, including if issues arise with the connection, she says. Providers should be mindful of cues that suggest a patient isn't following the conversation, and Neiman encourages patients not to be afraid to stop their doctor and ask questions. Finally, she notes, we have to be mindful about how ageism affects how we approach telemedicine and older adults. I have a number of patients into their 90s and with hearing loss, and we have had very successful video-based telemedicine visits. Age should not be considered synonymous with inability or unwillingness to use technology. Even when things return to normal, telemedicine's tenure as part of contemporary healthcare isn't assured. Many doctors whose practices have moved online have seen their incomes decline, as insurers have historically paid physicians lower rates for those encounters. While 42 states now require insurance companies to reimburse providers for telehealth visits, most don't require private insurers to pay the same rates as in-person visits. Meanwhile, the U.S. Federal Communications Commission has doled out $200 million to boost medical providers' telehealth infrastructure. 
Hospitals are using the money to buy items like Bluetooth-enabled blood pressure monitors and glucometers, handheld devices that patients can use to monitor their own vital signs, and remote monitoring devices. In North Carolina, Smith is using a system from a company called Alidate that helps her practice identify patients who are more vulnerable to COVID-19 as a result of conditions like diabetes or hypertension. We started calling every person and asking them, do you have your medicine? Do you want us to order you a blood pressure monitor? Are you okay? Do you have food at home? She says. We went through all of the risk factors associated with social determinants of health to mitigate the risk of COVID-19. Several months into the pandemic, how is telemedicine working for Smith's patients? Let her tell you about the duck. I was doing a video call with an opiate use disorder patient, and I could see that she was lying on her back with a duck on her chest. The patient said, It's a rescue duck, and I have two of them, and they make me feel very relaxed, Smith says. It just said to me that we're in her environment. There's no way she could have brought the duck into the office, and we had such a good visit. It's just a different quality of care. For the benefits I've seen, we cannot lose this hybrid form of delivery. For our practice, it has made a tremendous difference. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com slash business. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.